Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My uh, Anaconda don't want none unless you got draft picks, huh? <laughs> All right. So yes, as I said, you know, you don't remember, you don't remember Sir Mix a lot. Oh, I remember Sir Mix a lot. He's other, he's other royalty. If I'm the Fresh Prince, Sir Mix a lot. He's he's distant cousin. Dr. Headley and the Fresh Prince bringing you one more tune-up podcast before the season starts. And we are going to bring you a little bit of prognostic, well, a buttload of prognostication. And uh, just to keep you uh, interested until the end, the Fresh Prince has a very special announcement before we log off tonight. So, yeah, uh, Matthias, Matthias, I'm dropping a hammer, boy. That's right. So everyone who's been whining on the ring about how there's no uh, news, you don't want to pay attention. So, uh, Fresh Prince, let's dive right into it. Uh, let's start off with this podcast with uh, taking a look back at the draft and uh, looking at what Yahoo might have gotten right. I did quite what? A great job. Oh, man. Bum-bum, you got to check this out. That's right. So I went back through and looked at, uh, at Yahoo's draft grades and our rosters. And from my perspective, Yahoo got it right with six of us, and Yahoo got it wrong with the other six. So, it's just, you know, think of it like this. It's like the person who uh, is doing the news forecast. They have a 50% chance of being whatever percent chance they are predicting is going to rain. That's right. So, yeah. you know. And we, who we, wants, we who go wants back, that job? We go back to Yahoo year after year. We still use them. <laughs> oh, and yeah. they, they, they still broke. Like, they don't even rank defenders the same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we, we're, in a, we're in an abusive relationship. We are, man. We, we, we got that broken. We, we're, we're like. Man, we're like Rihanna with Chris Paul here. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I haven't talked to Scott, so I don't know statistics of you know what Yahoo's grades at the beginning of the year versus what they turn out at the end. So we're going to start this with a clean slate. Uh, well, yeah, you have to remember, Head, though, with the draft grades, those are – they don't take into account that we have a special format. Oh, of course not. So like when we keep when we keep somebody like you know Tyreek Hill in the in the first round, it goes oh yeah that's great. But if we if we are keeping him in like the fifteenth round or whatever, they'd be like oh man that's the greatest draft ever. And so it's like you can't even we can't even trust the grades they're given. Bonus points for snagging Tyreek the freak in fifteenth round. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, how about I throw out the six that I felt that Yahoo got it right on, and we'll get your input there. There we go. All right. First up, Flutie Flakes. Yahoo gave him a C. 
I felt that was fairly accurate. I feel like Flutie Flakes earned uh, what they earned. I mean, the, the man did his best at the draft to grasp at straws, and that was what was available. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was pretty, it was decent. I mean, not too splashy, not too horrible. And, uh, you know, um, uh, granted, they have just had in this past weekend, one of their uh, young stud, uh, young bucks starting running backs has, uh, uh, well, probably a good chance he won't see the field this year, having been... uh, shot in a an attempted carjacking but now who was that uh robinson rookie really? rookie running back for the washington commanders yeah you know what i did see that yep well that's the breaks that's the that's the breaks flutie flakes yep so i i, I felt flutie flakes uh, i i felt that was an accurate grade Jim Kelly Hates Cancer was graded an A-. minus. I felt that was another one that was pretty accurate. I mean, Chuck could fall out of an airplane without a parachute and land on his feet. Like, the man doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this is, uh, it really is a solid draft all around. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing it up on my screen here. And uh, I, I'm... I'm giving you some nice, good, uh, uh, some good uh, radio here, but with Chuck, uh, <laughs> with the way they constructed, with with the way he constructed his team, um, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, so I can give you the exact, uh, the exact here. I've got one more row there. Yeah, I mean Saquon's a nice, uh, could be a very, very good steal in the first round. Bounce went, back player of the year, I, I'm calling it. Went defense early, uh, you know, got some nice young guys on running back, got some really dependable wide receivers. You know, it's it's not necessarily the flashiest. You know, you look at his roster, it's not, you know, there's not necessarily any really big name superstars, but this is a roster that is a very solid I, I don't really see weaknesses that are going to um, stumble coming out of the gate. Chuck mastered fantasy money ball back in 2006. So I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Chuck returns to a deep run in the playoffs. Mm. Ah, we'll get to that prognostication later in the podcast. Next up, uh, San Diego 8 was graded a B. I felt that was pretty accurate for their uh, for their draft. What, what, that he's an 8 in San Diego or that he got a B in the draft? Yeah, we'll go with both. <laughs> well done, Ben. Uh, you know, this is uh, this is Rob. Remember, Jen, Ben is... Oh, it's Rob! Yeah, this is Rob. Oh, oh! <laughs> well, then I don't, I don't want to give him any credit. <laughs> Yes, Rob. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, Nick Chubb. Uh, remembered he had Nick Chubb this year. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, you know, a, a lot of pretty steady names. Uh, you know, the middle rounds might get a little bit hit or miss there, but, you know, a, a pretty, pretty decent draft to build on. 
Again, well, uh, Rob's Rob's team is equivalent to like the boomers in their four hundred one k's. Like, it's only a matter of time, maybe a year or so before all of that just falls in. Yeah, this the, if we were a dynasty league, he might be in trouble beyond this year. But for this year, this is a good. Uh, this this team could be very solid at least for well, the first half. That's what I'm saying. And Joe will probably back me up in terms of the financial advice. But like <laughs> when you when you when you're looking at when you're looking at diversifying your portfolio, um he has basically stocked his pond with the you know higher higher performers of the last several years. Mm-hmm. Now all it takes is one injury. That whole that's a house of cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to get vaccinated, and and, <laughs> and comes down with the COVID, and then he's, he's it's all done. It's all done. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know it's it's. Uh, but as far as the graph goes, I'd say that grading it as a B was a solid move on Yahoo's part. Also, Johnny Fuckett, which is. Ben uh, was given a grade of B and I felt that was uh, pretty accurate for his as well. I remember he was done with like 12 rounds in. (laughs) Now, now could you effectively put that B in the middle of his team name and he would be Johnny B. Fuck it. Oh yes. I think we're going to rename him right now. Johnny B. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. We're down in and I'm up to New Orleans. You know, just like, uh, just like, uh, what's his name? Chubby Checker. Yeah, yeah. Or was it was it Chubby Checker? I don't remember. Uh, it, was it was Marty McFly. It was Marty. It was Marty McFly. That's who it was. There you go. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, he's got a, a decent mix. Uh, you know, went running back heavy in the early rounds. Antonio Gibson's going to get another shot now that Flutie Flakes has got his running back issues. I might have. Yeah, to... that, that's that's the old backup girlfriend right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if 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 he has some weaknesses, I'd say they might be in the wide receiver there early. You know, Tyreek is. You know, until we see games with uh, Tua, we needs you know sing his praises. Mike Williams is good, but injury prone. DK Metcalf's got himself a new quarterback. You know, he he has the boomer bust squad. He really does. If these guys hit, no if one's hit, touching them that gonna, week. If they hit, they're gonna they're gonna hit. And if they don't, but they can all. And it's also one of those things where you just be like ah. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> if they don't, we're going to be saying Johnny be fucking it. <laughs> and I believe we just earned this episode in mature rating. Oh, we earned it before. <laughs> Every episode has had a return. I, I intentionally give them mature ratings when I upload them just in case. <laughs> well, it, it's, you know, we're, we're dropping them freely and we're not even, we're not even uh, loose here. Oh, I, I knew it's going to be this year with his name. That's all there is to it. <laughs> All right, two more that I thought Yahoo did all right with their grades. Uh, Night Shift, my own, uh, felt that was that giving me a B was uh, an accurate uh, uh, depiction. Don't you feel just uh, uh, empowered and equipped to, uh, to 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 succeed? My damn podcast, I'll say whatever the hell I damn want. That's right. <laughs> I am the best. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, just uh, from a purely analytical standpoint, you know, roster construction-wise, reliable players, potential for high ceiling. <laughs> I, and I, ha- I have it from an inside source. <laughs> from an inside source, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, just, just from a sense of roster construction, yeah. I mean, granted. Gus Edwards, the Gus bus is uh, going to be on pup, but you know, he was a 20th round pick, uh, but roster construction throughout the draft, I'd say that's pretty decent, pretty decent grade. And one more that I felt was an accurate grade from Yahoo E town Asian. Now uh, with E town, they got a C very middle of the road, not too hot, not too cold. You got guys like Derrick Henry and Jerry Judy, but then they got guys like, uh, for, uh, um, yeah, I'm tripping over my my eyes here. I'm tired. Uh, Miles Sanders. Yeah, Yannick, Yannick, Yannick and Guckaway. And Guckaway. <laughs> Is, is, is Yannick there? No, Yannick's not even on their roster. Uh, Tua's starting, maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, there's there's just, there's some solid building blocks there, but there's also a lot of question marks there as well. I want to I wanna say that in terms of, like, one year to the next is Josh's sophomore season. I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't go into the sophomore slumps. But I don't. I didn't see the same fire in the draft out of him this year that we saw last time. <laughs> like he was in, he was like Chuck level prognosticating last year. Yeah, a little bit slack in this year. <laughs> right. I was gonna say. I was like. I was like. Ooh. Yeah. That was kind of like when Sweatman lost Peyton Manning. It was like the whole thing fell apart. <laughs> and then and then we were like, oh, Sweatman is a great coach. And then Peyton Manning, you know, dies or whatever he did. And, oh, Scott. <laughs> no, Scott's dead. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty Swiss. Yeah. Per- perspiring. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, with this draft, yeah, it's, it's a decent foundation. I don't see anything wrong with it that make, uh, that make him stumble out the gate. But nothing that would make me say, "Hey, this is this this needs to be a higher grade." So, yeah, good. I, I, I agree with the C. Now on to the other six that I don't think Yahoo quite hit the nail on the head. You suck. Well, that was loud on my end. Was that loud on your end? Dude, I heard you like in my other phone, which I don't have. <laughs> All right. Let's start off with Awful Waffles because they won the draft with an A-plus rating, and I think that's way too high for what their roster came out looking like. (laughs) They knew that that Pierce punishment was coming, and they were like, we got to build up your self-esteem. So we're going to give you an A-plus. Oh, man. Ty, the A-plus is just way too high. When it comes to running back and and quarterback, you're just you're too thin for me to give you an A-plus there. You got so Christian. what would you what would you what would you downgrade them to? I wouldn't go above a B-plus for this roster. So he drops a full letter grade. I would drop him at least a full letter grade. I mean, just just. Let me run through his picks here. 
Christian McCaffrey, round one. Okay, fine. Keenan Allen, round they're, two. They're, they're assuming that he's going to live through the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keenan Yahoo, Allen. Yahoo, Yahoo does not. Yahoo runs off idealistic <laughs> goals instead of realistic goals. Yeah. And I, I'll go. I'll go optimistic here too, just even for migrating purposes. Keenan Allen two, DJ Moore three, uh, Cooper Cup four. Okay, those that your wide receivers core right there is good. Kittle. I don't. I don't buy the DJ Moore though. I I would give him points for that with Baker coming in, because DJ's probably taller than any other receiver he had in Cleveland, so his problem of overthrowing them might not be a problem. <laughs> Or maybe he needs to deflate his ball, and then he wouldn't be throwing them so far. Yeah, maybe, or maybe he just went out of Cleveland. Who knows? No one wants to be there. <laughs> but then from Kittle, you know, he went running back heavy. His next or uh, defense heavy, so he's got a decent run on defenders. But his next running back is. Tony Pollard, who's fine, but he's part of a tandem, and Zeke is along in the tooth, and they're not sitting him. And then beyond that, Chase Edmonds is mired in a backfield uh, that's overloaded. I don't think there's been more backups in a backfield than in Miami right now. <laughs> I know. Like Miami, Miami has not just a running back committee, but they got like a they got a, bus. a running. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not even a committee. It's, it's more like a small government. They got a small government in the backfield. Yep, and I, I will say this. They're going to live or die potentially by their quarterback position because Jalen Hurts and Derek Carr are their two options they've got running. And you can stream a decent quarterback if the rest of your roster is strong. Their wide receivers will probably be fine. If McCaffrey stays healthy, okay, that might be enough to pick up any slack. But Jalen Hurts has... Uh, outside of the fourth quarter has not been all that impressive to this point. Well, and, it's like all the hype that they're throwing at Trey Lance too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not buying it. Well, I'm, I like, it's like they stay so desper- desperately want us to think that Jalen Hurts is going to be good. And he is serviceable. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he, the fact that he can run makes him serviceable. If he couldn't run, it'd just be ridiculous. Right. But then you got Derek Carr, and Derek Carr's fine. He's serviceable, but he's not going to give you those over-the-top weeks, even with adding his new receiving toy. But, yeah. I, 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 think, I think largely what he suffers from is he gets hurt every damn five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, Derek Carr needs car insurance. Like, the man cannot stay healthy. He needs to hook up with Baker. I hear Baker's got the inside track with Progressive. Uh, he's a, he's a hooking up with Discount Double Check when he needs to do it. Rogers! Rogers! So, yes, awful We're going to find a way to put that in every episode, by the way. Ah, yes. Rogers, uh, awful awful is definitely graded way too high in A+. Plus. I would have dropped him at least a letter grade. Next up, Lance Manlove. Uh... Just, just because it's Jason, he gets demoted. <laughs> well, not just because it's Jason, but it's fun to... Uh... <laughs> It's fun to to pick on him anyway. Um, I'm bringing this up here. 
the originally, that, <laughs> Lance I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a interject real quick. When Jason succeeds in fantasy football, it's kind of like when you're at the office and you have one of those polls and like everybody chooses what the scores are going to be. And like <laughs> Rhonda from accounting, she Rhonda. decides to pick <laughs> Rhonda uh, from accounting. <laughs> Rogers! Uh, and they, uh, so she decides to get in on the poll and like somehow Rhonda wins that shit. Like <laughs> I'm continually amazed. Um, at number one, how many screens Jason uses when he drafts <laughs> and, and that we, and then he originally admits he's not paying attention and yet still how he some, some, somehow ekes out some success. So what you're, saying, what you're saying is it's, it's living proof that even a blind squirrel finds a nut now and then. Man, we're not even talking blind squirrel. We're talking <laughs> blind deaf. This 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 squirrel got the gout. He, he can't jump anymore. Like this squirrel's impotent. Like he has a hard time with, with the nuts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. I wish this was video was a video podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still driving. That'd be even funnier. <laughs> I know. Well, Yahoo gave uh, Lance Man Love an A. Uh, looking at that draft turnout, I don't. I, I wouldn't give it above a C. I would have dropped that yep. at least two. He he gets a high C, just like Ecto Cooler, man. That's yeah. That, there's no way. There's no way that kid's even touching a B minus. Yeah, that that the floor on that roster to start off the year is just it's too low. There's. Uh, it, aside from Jonathan Taylor, throw him out of the mix. Aside from him, there's no one on that roster that that I look at and I say, okay, yeah. Week in and week out, these are guys that I'm going to get really nice weeks from. It's guys that are like, I hope they touch the ball six, seven times and get positive yardage. Yeah, you got Travis he, Kelsey he, in there, fine. He, but. He, he's like, I'm banking on this being a PPR league. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's going to throw a towel at a referee and throw his arm out. <laughs> Josh Jacobs. He's like, I just, I'm just hoping for five or six targets. <laughs> Josh Jacobs is in a committee again with another coach. Amari Cooper's in Cleveland. We all know that's where players go to I'm die. I'm telling you, they need, they need to cut Josh Jacobs free. Oh, they do. They, they need to set him free. I mean, and you know where he needs to go? Where's that? I'm going to tell you this right now. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Josh Jacobs needs to go to the Buffalo Bills. Hmm, I can see that. Man. <laughs> he could be running like OJ if he's, you know, minus all the murder and stuff. But. <laughs> minus all the murder and stuff. Uh, and Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs. He's still got two or three good years. And, I mean... Buffalo hasn't necessarily won me over with who they put in the backfield. Although Devin Singletary did have a better year. But I digress. Yeah. Last man love C. Let's not even talk about him anymore because he sucks. All right. Ninja Panthers. Ninja Panthers. Yahoo gave Ninja Panthers a C plus. I would have given Ninja Panthers a D. A D or a B? A D as in dog. D, D, D as in dog or B as in biatch. 
Uh, it Which would is be, also a dog. It, it would be the D as in dog, as in a female. A female Sam. dog is a biatch. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, most of the fur uh, of the top twelve picks that uh, that Rev started building his roster with. I'm not really sure what to do with of those most of those top twelve. These are the like cornerstone guys, and Zeke. Okay, um, he's all right, but he's definitely in a in a timeshare, and he's definitely slowing down. Juju's getting his knee drained every other practice. Rashad Penny has got uh, soft tissue issues. Uh, Darren. Okay, Wall- hold on, hold on. <laughs> We have to address this. All right. right. (laughs) Rashad Penny is having soft tissue issues. Yes. Now, where, pray tell, is the soft tissue? It's somewhere in the leg. Uh, I would assume, like, groin or... Did he take a contusion or did he pull it? Like, did he pull something? I'm not 100% sure. I just know because I got a few. I got a few other drafts coming up, and I kind of had them on my list. I'm just trying to make sure <laughs> that I don't have somebody who's going to go lame and has to be put out the pasture. I'm not 100. He he, he also gets injured every five minutes. Exactly. Darren Waller, either he's holding out for a new contract, or he's really being hampered by that hamstring injury. Uh, you know, Gabe Davis. I think that I think that okay. I think that hamstring that hamstring injury is coming with multi million dollars. Is what it is. That's probably what it is. But like beyond that, you know, Gabe Davis, Debo Samuel. All right, Kirk Cousins. All right, but I mean, Gabriel Davis has a lot, a huge upside. Mm-hmm. If if they don't do the everyone on the team catches the ball shit again. Mm-hmm. That was what killed. Uh, any other receivers in Buffalo last year? It seems like everybody. Yeah, there's, there's just too... you get a ball, and you get a ball, and you get a ball. Yeah, there's, there's just too many, too many guys early on in this in in Ninja Panthers draft that are uh, low floor, low ceiling question marks hanging above their heads that make me to give that high of a draft, and and just ref. Just for your benefit, your number eighteen pick, Sony Michelle, was uh, did not make the Miami roster for final cutdowns. So seriously, seriously, and he just won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just won his and second was, Super Bowl. He was a contributing member of that squad. Yes, That's amazing. Was. Yes, he was. Uh, so yeah, yeah, um, and that was potentially. Uh, <laughs> Potentially a backup running back on a bye week. But anyway, you know, granted that was number 18 pick, but your 18th yep. round pick. So yeah, that's uh, Ninja Panthers. Um, next up, Bear Boonda's Nightmare. Pass. I believe they're <laughs> far better than what uh, they said they were. Now, uh, Yahoo graded Bear Boonda's Nightmare, your own team, as a C+. Plus. Oh, see, I uh, I see your C plus, and I raise you to an A minus. Uh, you can raise to an A minus. I would have dropped it to a D. Damn. 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Here's why. I, 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 you, I, well, because I didn't draft until like the twelfth round, mm-hmm. so I missed out. On, I missed out on anything. That's a big and part I, of why. And I couldn't. And I couldn't keep anybody <laughs> because I had accumulated so much championship talent. You. I couldn't you were keep hamstrung. I, I couldn't keep them all. Now that's not to say you don't have a decent roster, but your gra- draft grade after Pitts, Allen, and Diggs. Uh-huh. Well, you you got to remember, I took Renfro in round twenty-four, so that was a oh yeah, that was that was our draft's decision, <laughs> and I did that because I don't even know what the hell why I did it, but. <laughs> Now, I do like that you picked up a couple of nice, promising rookies and Pickens and more. Um, but Khalil, Khalil Herbert's definitely the backup running back in Chicago. Julio is playing with what probably is going to be a old, old Tom Brady year. Uh, I'm just looking for some old on old love is what I'm saying. He's lost two centers during training camp. You get pressure on top well, of the he, center. He, he ain't doing anything. <laughs> he needs to stop ball tapping people. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Tom Brady. You know what he does? He's like, I don't. I don't he's like, I've been. He's like, I'm sick of this shit. Ball oh, tap. You, you should find some video and stills of his press conference where he to was that today or yesterday where he just says, he just said, I'm old. I'm 45, man. I got a lot of different shit going on. Yeah, he's like, I got to worry about my 401k. So yeah, I, I would have dropped you a letter grade on that one. That's all fair. My goal this year is just not to get to Pierce. So <laughs> you, you got the you got the the Phyllis at home. That's all that matters. You know how it goes, first to last. That's you right. Know? It's, it's how that's that's a thing. Right. It's a real thing. And that, so I'm 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 trying to be creative, but not uh, you know a tad bit merciful. Mm-hmm. So so that you know hopefully if I get to Pierce that. Uh, <laughs> you know, All right, one more team left. Great now, I will. I will say, in what what year was it? Twenty thirteen. Bizzles did not receive a Pierce punishment. Mm-hmm. Is that what I read? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Any reason why that? Well, who was supposed to deal it out? Uh, I would have to go back and look. I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> okay, we we got to get we got to get Rhonda over in accounting. <laughs> To dig up. Hey, Rhonda. Uh, I need you to do some work Rhonda! for me. <laughs> uh, one last team, Gridiron Mafia. Um, Gridiron got a C plus. I actually thought that was too low. I thought that yeah, their draft I, earned a B. I thought when Joe wasn't drafting people that were already drafted, <laughs> that, yeah, he, he definitely... He definitely improved uh, yes. upon it, uh, even though he physically he physically was absent. He was uh, with us in spirit uh, oh, over yes, the Wi-Fi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, not not to get too into the weeds, but yeah, he had some decent picks. He's got some nice core uh, building blocks there to carry him through the season. And yeah, I just felt like Yahoo was uh, too low on his on his draft grade. I I bumped him up a letter. So that's uh, go. that's what we way to go way to go Joe you got right. upgraded to first class that is right Joe and that means you get 
first class up in space. Da 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 da. First class. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that tomfoolery. <laughs> All right, so. As we move along, uh, let's take uh, let's take some of our prognostication powers, and uh, let's uh, see if we can find some uh, some sleepers in this um, year. Head, I'm gonna give you a heads up. Mm-hmm. I'm pro- I'm prognosticating. I'm gonna have to get dump here pretty soon. So we're gonna let's 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 get through this segment. Take a quick break. Second. All right. right, Prognosticate my colon. (laughs) You can prognosticate your own colon, but we'll go fast. All right. Give me a couple of quarterbacks you think are are good sleepers to to bet on this year. James Winston. He's on my list, too. (laughs) I, uh, he, now that he has Jarvis Landry and uh, uh, what's his nuts is back, Michael Thomas. Now that they're kind of like there. And I just watched a lot of, uh, he just popped up a lot on ESPN and things I've been seeing, and I like his attitude. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, I think he's going to have to lead a bit more down there now that Sean Payton is gone. But just by watching, like I said, what I've seen, I really like his potential if he can stay healthy. Like last year, until he blew out his leg, he was having a stellar season. And like the man, you know, won a national championship as a freshman. So like all that, all the, the, the mojo is in, is in there. Give him the crab legs. Uh, I am going to also prognosticate that we are going to see a regression in Joe Burrow. Mm. I mean, it's not going to be big. But he's not gonna. I mean, I'm not thinking they're making another run at the at the title this year. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't see them getting through the gauntlet that is the AFC West. <laughs> I just. I don't see it. No. Um. And <clears throat> so I see, uh, Jameis Winston on the uptick. I see Joe Burrow on the downtick. I see. Basically, Josh Allen and Mahomes fighting it out once again for who's number one. And uh, Justin Herbert, as long as he is who I hope he is, he uh, he is who I thought he was. <laughs> um, I think he's going to – he's going to – people are going to finally add him to that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I think last year he turned some heads – like I was already convinced that he's going to eventually be the best, um, because he's doing shit with, um, he, he, yeah, I mean his arm is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I think you're going to see a regression, well, not a regression, but you're going to see Matthew Stafford regress in terms of it's not going to be as great as last time. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to, I mean, whoever the hell they got in Detroit. I'm just going to say they're going to suck right now. Well, it, so whoever, it's Jared Goff. Jared, Jared Goff, Blau, you know, all these things that sound like you're going to, like you're coughing up a lung. 
There's rumors they that they <laughs> rumors that they want uh, Rudolph. I'll take him because the reason I add him to your to your car- car- carousel of losers, and uh, <laughs> I think you're gonna see a very sneaky, sneaky, sneaky Matty Ice season. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I think Matty Ice is gonna he's gonna research. And it hit kind of like in the last ride of Wyden is Immortals kind of a thing. And then retired. Uh, Ice on the research. Russell Wilson is going to be hampered by an injury. So he's, it's going to be should have, would have, could have for him. Um, and then two is going to suck. And they're basically going to be like, well, we spent all this money, but we didn't upgrade the right position. <laughs> and one last. Uh, prognostication. Um, I believe that. Uh, oh, what's his name? In Atlanta, Marcus Mariota. He's a dark horse for me. There it is. That if, there, if there's any person in this in this this season, I want to see succeed. I want to see Mark because I've I've always loved Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Like. If I were to create a Madden team, he'd be my quarterback. I just have a he, he just Oregon Duck, the whole thing. <laughs> and he was Oregon Duck, wasn't he, or was he Hawaii? No, no, he was he was an Oregon Duck. He's from Hawaii. <laughs> That's right. See, I was getting confused, but I really want Mariota. I want Mariota to I think finally he's in a place where, you know, I don't think Tennessee was that place. No. That's good for quarterback. How about some wide receiver prognostication? Justin Jefferson is going to continue to be great. I think, um, you know, obviously the big three. So Justin Jefferson, uh, what's his nuts from Cincinnati? What's his name? What's his nuts from Cincinnati? Yeah, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, that's right. I was just calling him Chase. <laughs> Jamar Chase, he's going to do well. Um, he'll he'll be he'll be the reason why Joe Joe Burrow doesn't go below uh, expectations. Like I said, Joe Burrow is going to regress, I think, but he's not going to go below expectations. Uh, so those are the top two. I think somebody who's going to kind of surprise, um, uh, at least uh, it, like he'll emerge, is that Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. Michael Pittman with Matty Ice. That's why. That's my whole Matty Ice resurgence right there. Because <laughs> yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the Jonathan Taylor thing is going to kind of like take the pressure off, and you know they'll have a quarterback who competently throw the deep ball and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yep. Yeah, so Michael Pittman Jr. and uh, one more. I'm going to go out on a limb, but it's going to be like the combination of Cortland Sutton or, and or Jerry Judy actually has some kind of a year. Mm, they finally, like the, got the, a, the, finally got a The amount of frustration that those two individuals have given me over the last several seasons, uh, I'm just hoping that this is the year that they break through. One of them, if not both of them. 
But like I said, Russell Wilson, he gonna, he gonna be injured most of the time. So we'll see what they do. <laughs> well, I got two two deep sleepers for you at wide receiver to keep an eye on. One, I I, I give I Raz Rev last year and this year about him, but Jacoby Myers, the man could not find the end zone last year with night vision goggles and a metal detector. But you can't possibly yeah, he, be the number one he, receiver. He, could, <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't find girls if he was dropped in the key dorm. You can't possibly be the number one receiver, be that active in the receiving game and go two seasons without or with only one touchdown across two seasons. So I expect an increase in his touchdown production this year. And is he in new England? Yeah. And that's the reason. Cause Mac Jones is, they don't, make, they don't care. They don't care who they give touchdowns to in new England. Oh, exactly. They but, just care that they, they just care that they score them. But between that and Mac Jones making that second year step, which I, I, I fully expect him to continue to grow. Uh, I expect Jacoby to be, uh, to have a nice little surge this year. And Dante Pettis has been looking like a surprise. This is a very dark horse uh, wide receiver. You know, that, pick. That, that horse is that horse is so dark. I don't even know who the hell you're talking about. Wide receiver in Chicago could. Are be, you kidding me? Yeah, could be over the, over over the Mooney. Oh no, not over him. I'm talking like number wide receiver two, but oh. as a viable legitimate receiving threat because uh it for instance last last preseason game of the season you're gonna have to sell me on this one head go ahead justin fields went in with a clean pocket uh, i believe it was 15 of 15 and dante was a primary target and one of his touchdown catches and throughout training camp and when granted fields is still i mean second year who knows what and matt nagy has sucked everything out year one anyway but dante through the offseason has looked like a reliable potential reliable number two that's why i say he's the darkest dark horse but potential wide receiver two in chicago for when mooney gets his double teams and cole commit is who knows what? <laughs> Cole Komet needs to cut commit. All right, give me some running back uh, sleepers. I'm going to say that in terms of, I think one person who's going to benefit the most from Russell Wilson is going to be Melvin Gordon. The third <laughs> uh, combination with Givante Williams. And so I think that tandem, that tandem is going to benefit. Um, I think uh, that no matter what, nobody in Miami is going to run the ball. We're just going to get rid of that. (laughs) We're just going to get rid of any hope of anybody in Miami. Um, I think James Conner is going to surprise once again. He's not going to have as many touchdowns. But I think that he will continue to uh, – he is who we thought he was, right, mm-hmm. um, when we let him go. But truth be told, as much as I'm a James Conner homer, I would take Najee over James. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think Alvin Kamara is going to shit the bed. Um, he's not going to benefit from Jameis Winston's. Uh, he's not going to benefit from the offensive scheme that they're going to run because it's going to be pass pass focused. I think that uh, looking at the <clears throat> well, the funny part is there's so few running backs anymore that are kind of like the solo solo dog. Mm-hmm. Like like if you think about it, you got Taylor, like he's the primary back. Najee, he's the primary back. Even with Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb has Cream Hunt smelling his smelling his uh, his earlobes, like coming for coming for his cake. Mm-hmm. You just have too many committee situations, <clears throat> so it's more like I'd pick pairs. That's why I said the Melvin Gordon and Javante. I think the. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt duo will do okay. I'm not expecting anything out of very many other teams, really. I think Dalvin Cook is going to be a health concern. So uh, Madison is worth stashing because when he's come in, he's done well. That he has. And my whole philosophy about running backs anymore is – I I need to survive with who is spot starting until like week six when the real ones go down injured and I swap and I swipe up their their backups on the waivers. <laughs> and that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got for you. All right. I got two running backs to keep your eye on as potential deep sleepers. Naeem Hines in Indianapolis. Uh, Matt Ryan has no 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 problems with throwing to a pass-catching running back. So Naeem could uh, come in, catch some nice, uh, nice passes in uh, relief for Jonathan there. And Eno Benjamin, because James, James Conner will have a nice year. James Conner more than likely will get hurt at some point because that's how James Conner runs. <laughs> I don't dis- I don't disagree. And Eno, by all counts, is the number two in Arizona. So there you go. Well, you know what that means. Most it's that. time to take time to take a poop break. All right. We'll be right back. Hit the, hit the pause button. <laughs> the brown note! Eno McGuire! All right. So, back from the longest poop ever. It was almost 48 hours. It was almost 48 hours. So, we... We heard sleepers. Uh, any quarterback duds that you really expect to just flame out this season? I mean, I, I don't see anything happening in the state of New York going well, except for Buffalo. So, talking about the Jets and Giants, <laughs> they're going to stink. So. Mm. Um, nothing good coming out of Houston. Nothing good coming out of Detroit. Uh I think Aaron Rodgers is finally going to lay up, lay up a dud. Mm. And Tom Brady, I'm putting it out there. 
Tom Tom is on my list too, and I'd throw Dak on there. He's he's he already started throwing around that old man old man shit. So <laughs> and he's starting to look like a skeleton too. The man's had some surgeries, I do believe. I think that may be what he what was going on with his uh, his time away <laughs> during training camp. And uh, I, I'm uh, watch out for Dak. He's uh, he's lost. Uh, a key cog in his uh, offensive line. He's missing a wide receiver from last year. Is uh, running back starting to slide? Yeah. How about wide receiver? Um, let's see. I think Juju Schuster's gonna lay, lay an egg. Mm. Even even with Patrick Mahomes, I think he's just not gonna do well. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs no longer scare me. There was a period of time. Where I thought the Chiefs were unbeatable, but that is not not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of uh, who else would be? You said a dud, a dud, right? Yep, yep. Um. Yeah, we covered our studs before your marathon poop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's been so long. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, Mac Jones is going to have a okay year. I mean, he's not going to poop his pants, but I don't think he's going to have any um, any continuing success in his second year. And I most certainly think that um, you're going to see Kyler Murray pooping it too. Mm. <laughs> see, yeah. I'd throw in there Jalen Waddle. He's got uh, some soft. On the flip side, I think Trevor Trevor Lawrence is going to have a better year. <laughs> yeah, very good. But uh, Jalen's got some soft tissue issues of his own, and he's got uh, now he's got Tyreek fighting for attention. And honestly, they're both capped by Tua and uh, Amari Pooper. He went to Cleveland. He's on a run first offense and he doesn't get Deshaun back till like week 13. So, <laughs> I, and I don't know if that would even be better than what's happening in Dallas. So like, did he even get an upgrade? I don't think so. I don't think he did. <laughs> All right. How about running back? Once again, I think Derek Henry, even though he just got extended, I don't think he's going to survive the whole time. So He'll do what he did last year, run for like 200 yards for three games and then miss like 10 and still be like in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> they just they uh, pass the ball around too much to to get anybody up over that, that echelon of like 13, 14, 1500 yards, which I think is hilarious. And then Najee had about 1,200. I mean, they were just force feeding him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. His yards for carry were like 1.7 or some crap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, FedEx has better yards per carry than, than Najee did last year. Shots fired. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I traded him to Bizzle, but you know, that trade <laughs> blew up in my face. Yes, it did. I'd throw into this list Damian Harris, New England's learning a new system. And uh, there's no way he's getting anywhere near the touchdowns he had last year. That's unsustainable. And Corderell <laughs> Patterson, I don't think what he did is sustainable either. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I don't, 
that was kind of a that was kind of like the best wide receiver running back dual position person last year. Yep. I, I think that was a flash of lightning in a bottle and I don't I don't think it's going to come back again. All right, so let's move along. That's some uh, sleepers and some predicted uh, busts. Let's uh, look at a little more internally at our uh, our own league. I will smash your face into a car windshield and then take your mother, Dorothy Mantooth, out for a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. Dorothy Mantooth is a snake. You understand me? Dorothy Mantooth is a snake. Hey, leave the mothers out of this, all right? What four teams are missing the playoffs this year? I can tell you that I'm not making the playoffs. Let's get that out of the way. A <laughs> little bit of a uh, championship hangover. Well, that, I mean, I almost didn't make the playoffs last year. That turned into a championship, so I guess I shouldn't talk too soon. All right, so that's one. Who's who's joining you watching from the outside? Uh, I think Ty will be there once again. I don't think he did enough in his draft to get back into contention. I think each town is going to be down there in the gutter with us. And I'm going to call... I'm going to call Rev. I'm going to say Ninja Panther's down there with us, too. Mm. I share half of my predicted uh, teams with you. I've got you and Rev both missing. But well, I, see, that's something we can, that's something we can agree on. Now. Yeah, but I've got Lance Manlove missing, as well as Flutie Flakes. You know what? Connor makes too many moves. That's yeah. He he makes too many moves, and Manlove is just too damn lucky. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I considered both of those, but uh, I, I don't know. Just a feeling on Flutie. A man loves luck can't run forever. <laughs> All right, so. Luck be, a, luck be a man love tonight, yes. All right, so who do you predict is uh, going to be uh, in the championship game this year for Nellis Bowl 21? I think the Chucks defer. And uh, Ben, Chuck and Ben. I got the Chuck. I've, I've actually got Chuck projected as the number one seed. And uh, hey, it's my podcast. I've got myself in as the number three seed. Well, see, look at you. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna close up shop here. But first, before we get to Ty's punishment. I want to uh, take a look at the previous Pierce punishments and rank them. This is our Battle for the Pierce theme song. It's so epic. You suck! Oh no! You're a loser. Loser. Ah, yes. So here's a quick rundown of uh, all of our Pierce punishments. Uh, We'll go in uh, from 2012. Greg was the Pierce winner or loser. Forced to compete. The inaugural. Yes, the inaugural. Forced to compete in the Ghost Pepper Challenge. 
2013, Bizzle, there was no punishment that year. And I checked uh, before your two-day poop. Uh, that was Scott who won that year. So well, I feel I feel, I feel as if there's no statute of limitations on the fierce punishment. So Scotty Swish, Scotty Swish should be able to um, enforce a past punishment. Mm, interesting league. Let's put it to a vote. I'm, I'm gonna I'll bring that up at the next winter meeting. There we go. Because it would be uh, it would be one of those things where. Uh, just like in the draft, if you're not ready, the next person can go past you, but then you still have to draft. So I'm thinking the punishment could probably function the same way. Right. I mean, I don't know what kind of punishment Scotty would get, Connor, but... <laughs> Rev, we've got our first winter meeting proposal. All right, so 2014, Ben was forced to get I Love Zach shaved into his head. 2015, Joe forced to get a temporary tattoo, the Mike Tyson face tattoo. Did we ever get a picture of that? I believe there's a picture floating around. I don't have it myself, but I believe I've seen it. Yep. 2016, Jason forced to draft wearing a too small pink Eli Manning jersey and what he wore as a skirt, but was actually a child's dress. 2017, John. Unbelievable. <laughs> John was, uh, and yes, I do have pictures of that one. Which uh, uh, shall we ever decide to blackmail Jason? We can. John in 2017 forced to receive the water balloon barrage at the draft. We've got pictures of that one for sure. 2018 revs forced to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. 2019, John forced to make his family waffles. And what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, was, there, was there some kind of a story about like his family not liking waffles and that's why he had to do it? Uh, no, Ty decided that he wanted to be nice to him. <laughs> Oh, uh, and in 2020, Rev forced to wear his tight, girly outfit and trilby out for wing night. So I don't, I don't uh, remember him doing that. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, I've got pictures. I got pictures. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe I didn't sit by him. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, we got pictures. Uh, so. What's your uh, now? We've got uh, we've got eight. So what's your number eight? What's your lowest? I mean, I think uh, John having to make. Well, actually, Connor not getting is the worst. Yeah, but I'm I'm not including him in this since there was no punishment. That's that's an automatic lowest of the lows. So we're just going to the other eight. <laughs> I would say John making waffles was pretty lame. Indeed, I agree. All right, so what's your next lowest, number seven? I don't know what was yours. I had uh, Ben forced to get I Love Zach shaved into his head, only because that was really quick to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would then follow it up with Joe's face tattoo. Yeah, same here. And, and then the key dress-ups. Mm-hmm. Then the ghost pepper challenge. 
Uh, see, I had the ghost pepper. I had ghost pepper at five, and then the uh, dress ups. Hmm. Well, the dress ups are just you know the dress ups. Yeah, except I think, for I mean, if if it, if it were something that were happened to me, I would. I mean, the ghost pepper thing kind of scares me. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I don't even remember being around for the ghost pepper. I don't think the ghost pepper happened with us around. And there's, I don't uh, believe there's video of it. <laughs> Well, then, then it's just, then you know what? Connor's going to have to do the ghost pepper challenge. <laughs> and with, uh, you know, we didn't make Jason go out in public. He had a draft in it and wear it, but Rev had to wear that out to wings, yeah. JGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so, uh, so that gives us, uh, you've still got two left, the water balloon barrage and the Waffle House challenge. I mean, I think water balloons is number two. Waffle House is clearly number one. That was ingenious. We are of one mind on that. So Ty manages to score the worst and the best Pierce punishments. (laughs) Oh, yes. So there it is. The definitive ranking of Pierce punishments one through eight and big, huge asterisk for number nine. Bizzle needs his punishment from 2013. All right. So we need. It's time to go eat, baby. We need to hear what this Pierce punishment that is going to be given to Ty is all about. Okay, let's start with the three that got away. All right. All right. Give me some. Give me something for. Give me some music here. Give me something. All right. Let me let me find it. And see if I've still got my beats on here. Because it's coming from the Fresh Prince, so you know it has to have some some beat behind it. That's pretty good. All right, so one that got away. Ty would have to purchase what is called a crap strap. This is an apparatus that helps you uh, ergonomically take a poop in the woods. (laughs) And he was going to have to poop outside at the next... Uh, mancation, uh, the local one, not the San Diego one. <laughs> like for so all, it, it for all his poops? Poop, the whole weekend. Every poop he took, he'd have to go poop outside with a grab strap. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so the next one. Um, Ty was going to have to go downtown D.C. and wear a MAGA outfit and spend an afternoon trying to convince people to vote for Trump. (laughs) He would have died. (laughs) Somebody would have killed him. Someone would have killed him. (laughs) I know. I I just don't don't want to make her... uh, He he just got married, so I don't want his wife to become a widow like a week after. Um, (laughs) So you had the crap strap... And the Trump trap. <laughs> uh, the next one, where he, uh... all right, so we had the crap trap and the Trump trap. 
Um, the next one uh, was going to be a San Diego flavored one where Ty was going to have to get a uh, purchase a pair of leather leather uh, atlas chaps and wear those uh, when you go to the beach. <laughs> so leather atlas chaps. Um, he can cover up the, the front, but he'd have to somehow keep the cheeks uncovered. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the crap trap, the, the, the crap strap, the trump trap, and the booty slap. <laughs> All right. So those are the three that did not make the final cut. What did? No, because all, all of those would get get somebody fired. Sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> so here, here's what Ty has to do. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Ty has to spend 24 hours in a Walmart. <laughs> and he has to complete a series of tasks that will be uh, texted to him (laughs) and the only way that he could potentially get out faster than 24 hours is is if he successfully completes all of the tasks nice every task is going to have a varying degree of difficulty and a And uh, if he is not able to complete a task, then um, there is a spin the wheel punishment that will occur. I just purchased the spin the wheel uh, the other day. (laughs) So it'll be ready to go. Very nice. All right. ahead of what these challenges are because I don't want him to pre-game them. I want these to be uh, in the moment. But Ty has until San Diego to accept the 24 hours in Walmart. He can choose whichever Walmart he wants. Not every Walmart is 24 hours and not every Walmart is a nice Walmart. So Very that's true. up to him. <laughs> But uh, <clears throat> he might not want to go to a Walmart that's, you know, his local Walmart. I don't know how much shopping you do at Walmart, Ty. That's what I'm saying. So uh, once he enters the building, the clock starts. All right. So there you have it, Nellis. Ty's punishment revealed the Walmart challenge. Can't get out of this one by eating. <laughs> if he's able to solve the puzzle uh, then that's the only way he can get out of there under 24 hours <laughs> I like it I like it a lot well that is our season preview and uh, Fresh Prince thank you for coming back from that poop and for sitting in with me and bringing the season two over i was breaking in the crap strap <laughs> no wonder it took you so long to come back 
and get get stuck out you there. Should, you should you should look it up. It's a real thing. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> you it's, it's basically a harness you wrap around like a tree, and uh, you put it around like the your your back of your 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 hips or whatever, and you just lean back, and that it allows you to take a deuce with relative ease, it's like you're in a harness. It almost scares me that in Google, if I when I type crap, autofill is automatically the first thing. <laughs> well, because Google heard you. And there it is. <laughs> uh, man. All right, guys. So, 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 so Ty, whenever you're going through Walmart, just remember, you could have had the crap strap, the Trump trap, or the booze lap. Man, there's even uh, spots to uh, use little carabiners for your <laughs> for your toilet paper roll and your hand sanitizer. <laughs> Same, got to be prepared. That's a legit thing, man. It that, is. That, that would be something to get just to have. That's nice for nice <laughs> you, for. You ever find yourself? That's nice for camping. You ever find, find you ever find yourself stuck on the side of the road and uh, you need to take a deuce? That's the safe way to do it, man. There you go. <laughs> All right. Had no clue that's where I was going at the end of this uh, podcast, but there we go. So remember, gents, you can get your NFFL swag on Redbubble at bit.ly slash NellisNFFL, including Rob's new San Diego 8. And, uh, well, <laughs> Danny and I are supposed to be back next week for our week one preview. Yeah, boy. So watch out for the Fresh Prince and I next week as we, uh, well, as we're here for the NFFL podcast. NFL Podcast is a production of Head First Studios. Head First Studios, tell your story.